Shir today is dedicated Ilui Nishmosai from Sheer Besori, Abocher, Reb Shleime, Shleime, Ben Sora, Aliza Sorotskin, who was Nistalik Labesa Lome this week, he was a Yochidu Meyuchid, and this Shir should be the Ilui Nishmosai Ule Zichrei. I'd like to start today the Psukim Yisefi Yeshua. And I would like to read a few Psukim, but with reading the few Psukim, I would like to, we will go back a shtickle to Yeshua Binun, Akdomo, to what we spoke about last week. Just one second. I just have to get my form in place. I'd like to skip the Pasuk Hey. Lo is Yatsev Ish Lefonecho Kolyame Hayecho Kasher Isi Moshe Heyimoch Lo Arpecho Veloye Zveko. Like to skip the Pasuk Zion. Rak Chazak Veematz Meoid Lishmoil Asois Kehoil Atoira Shertzivcho Moshe Avdi Altosu Mimenu Yominu Smoil Leman Taskil Bechol Asher Telech. Thereafter, Posik Yud Gimel and Yudalad, the very same, Perakal of Zochoy Esadova Shetziva Eschem Moishe Eved Hashem Lemoyer, Hashem Eloikechem Miniach Lochem Venosan Lochem Esoret Azois, Neshechem Taphem Umiknechem Yeshu Boret Ashenosan Lochem Moishe Beever Ayarden, Patem. And the last Posuk Yud Zion, one before the last Posuk, Rashi, the very first Rashi, Rashi focuses on the words Rashi is somewhat puzzled with the Vov Hachibur of Sifrei Hanevim to Sefer Atayur. And Rashi says that it's mechuber al seder hatoyra mesayemis. You know, very interesting. Moshe Rabbeinu is mentioned eleven times in the first parak in 
say for Yeshua. If I look at the whole Torah from Parshish Mois till Vezeis Abrocha, Moshe Rabbeinu is mentioned, you know, there's a story, probably as part of you people heard the story, some professor from Barilan University came to Reb Chaim Kanievsky and he asked him, Kvod Arav, how many times is Moshe mentioned in the Torah? <clears throat> so Chaim picked up his head, thought for 10 seconds, and he told him, 614 times. It's not 614, it's 616. So Chaim told him, the call Baal Mashe Yodoi, one in Korban Pesach and one in Shmite, Sinisht Moishe. Sinise un Mashe. Those get cooked off the computer. Ostigemain, as he does Zexun or Zexun. Or the MS here in Darko is done all Zexun and Fertz. That kind of story. MS is more than 616, just for clarity's sake, because this is people looking only for Moishe per se. But it says Be Moishe. It says Ke Moishe, it says Le Moishe, it says Mi Moishe. So there are more, there's approximately another 45 times. But the name Moishe, singular Moishe, it says, there's no other parak in Torah that the name Moishe is na- mentioned so frequently, like in the very beginning of Sefer Yeshua. Allah Dovaru. No, the Shaila who made the prokim and the Torah is the Shaila, it's the Jewish Chalukah. Because the Chalukah, our Chalukah of Baal HaMesir is Chalukah of Pashas Pesuchas and Pashas Tumis. Pashas is not even a Jewish Chalukah. But whatever the Prokim are, there are never such a frequency in one Pashas Pesuchas Tumis, in one Perek of Moshe Rabbeinu's name. So Moshe is all over the very first Perek of Yeshua, and we have to understand why. So in order to do that, I would like to read with you a Gemara. The Gemara in Baba Basri and Afidala on the base, the Gemara says, Yeshua, the Gemara goes through each author of each one of the 24 Nevim in the 24th form in the Torah. So, Moshe Rabbeinu Kosav Sifroi Pashas Bilom, and then Yeshua Kosav Sifroi Veshmoine Psukim Shebetayr. Yeshua is the one who wrote, he said for Yeshua, and the last eight psukim in the Torah were also written by Yeshua Binun. Gemara Menachis, in Daf, Lamed Amudalef, Gemara comes along, the Gemara says, Keman az leho, Omar Abishua Barabe, Omar Avgidlo, Marav, Shmoyin, Psukim, Shebatoya, Yochit, Koyer, Oison, Bebeis, Hakneses. The last eight psukim in the Torah, Yochid Kairoisim. There's a machlekes, four way machlekes Roshayim. What does it mean, Yochid Kairoisim? Does it mean that only one person get Aliyah in the last eight psukim? The last eight psukim, Parshav Zeis Abrocha, discussing the death of Moshe Rabbeinu, the last eight psukim, Yochid Kairoisim. What does that mean? Does it mean that you don't give Aliyah, you don't stop and give Aliyah to two different people? Does it mean that? The Shliach Tzibur is not Kairah together, Baal Kairah is not Kairah together with the person. Those days, the person he used to read, he used to be Eilat, used to read only himself. Does it mean that you don't even mean you according to the Rambam Shita? If he's Chilu Goimim, there's Allah, every time he creates a Torah, if these 10 people began, you don't need. 
but they are unique and special. Why? Why are those last eight psukim in the Torah so unique and special? So they were commanded like Rabbi Shimon. The Tanya Vayomos Moshe with Hashem. Efshe Moshe Chai Vekosa Vayomos Sham Moshe. You look at the Torah. It says Vayomos Sham Moshe with Hashem. Does Moshe write about himself Vayomos Sham Moshe? Impossible. Elo at kan Kosav Moshe. Mikan Voelach Kosav Yeshua Binu. The one, the author of the last eight psukim in the Torah discussing the death of Moshe is not Moshe Rabbeinu, but Yeshua Binu. So the Gemara, How can you say that? Moshe Rabbeinu says, If Moshe did not write it, Moshe stopped, and Yeshua came thereafter and completed the Epsukim discussing the death of Moshe. How can Moshe say it? Says the Rishonim, impossible. Elo. At kana kodesh bochu oimer u moishe koisev koisev oimer ve koisev different gear source mikam voelach hakodesh bochu oimer u moishe koisev bedema. Rashi learns what does it mean moishe koisev bedema? Moishe wrote it, but the entire Torah Moishe is writing with a di with a tint with an ink. The last eight psukim, instead of Moishe writing with the ink, he was crying. He's talking about his own death. And taking the Dmois and writing, Moshe can write even <coughs> when Moshe Rabbeinu is alive, it's not really written in tint. So you find for both questions. You answered up both questions. Moshe is the author, therefore it says, you're wrong. You, Rabbi Yuda, you're wrong saying that Yeshua wrote him. Moshe wrote him, and Moshe wrote him Bedema with ink, not with ink, but with tears. And the writing with tears, you could write even when he's alive, and mainly it's considered You do him divragoim, and it deserves a sheer bifneatzmoy. Maybe we'll get to the end of Sefer Yeshua, we'll discuss the goyim. But the goyim tells Suder Ambanin Akdome to the Torah. The Be'emes, the Torah was Nivra, Oisi, Shemaim, Vaoretz, Istakel, Be'raise, Bora, Alme, Tov, Tov, Kufain, Dalad, Torahs before. The world was created. And it says the stories, the future stories of Adam and Chava, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu. There's no such a thing. Zog the Goyen, the Torah was written as one long word composed of the shamans of the names of HaKadosh Baruch. The way the Torah was written prior to Moshe Rabbeinu, dissecting it and fragmenting it to Oisius words, Psukim, was one long word <coughs> which was Tzirufim of the shame of HaKadosh Baruch. Moshe came, and when he brought down the Torah, he wrote the Torah in words the way we see the Torah today. This was until the last ape sukim. The last ape sukim says, the guy, it's not real amachlekes. They both agree to each other. Bedema. Do you know what the word dema means? Dema means mele'achol vedim'achol leise'achol. It's b'rebuvye. It's murav. Moshe was Kaisa Bedema. He took the pre-creation Torah, which was Tzirah from the Shemesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he wrote it down the very same way. So whoever knows the Yodai, the Mitzalel, Lutu, Mitzarev, Oisei, Shemayim, Vohoretz, could read what it says. But for the naked eye of Kral Yisrael, they couldn't read what it says. It was one long word. That was Bedema. Bedema means Meurav. 
Medumo, like Meduma, it's all mixed up. Yeshua is the one who went and dissected it and cut it and sliced it to words the way we read the Torah of Ayomas, Moshe Evadashim. So, this is the last eight psukim the Torah. So, Yeshua is really the author. Either he is the author, the first Mandoma wants to say that he wrote it like Nansen, second Mandoma doesn't buy it. And therefore, the second Mandoma, we would like to stick to the Der Hagoen. Moshe wrote it, he wrote it in the Dema, and Yeshua went and made it into Psukim and Oisies and words, which is well understood. That's exactly the way we read the Torah today. Besides that, Yeshua is writing his own Sefer. So, Yeshua, this connection, this Moshe Rabbeinu's Ruach is here. Although Moshe Rabbeinu died, just for clarity's sake, this week was Zion Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu dies in the way we said last week, Beis Alofim Tov, Peiches, the 40th year after going out of Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu dies on Zion Ador, and that year Ador was not Mole, was not Ibrayor, was a regular year. Yeshua takes over, he crosses the Yarden, as we're going to see soon, on Yud Nisan, which is 33 days later, 30 days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not talk to him because He doesn't get it. And here, after 30, 31, 32, 33, we'll see it the three of Machlekes. According to the Goyen, he started on Ches. According to Radak, he started on Tes. According to Rashi, the Binyarai Rashi, only on the day HaKadosh Baruch Hu talks to Yeshua the night before Yud. But in any event, there's a 30-day vacancy between the departure of Moshe Lishmei Meroimim and the commencement of Yeshua's Anhogo leadership in the Vua to Klal Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu is here. Moshe Rabbeinu is in, involved in the entire parak. The transition between Moshe and Yeshua is telling us Vayehi, Yeshua was the one who already was as they say in Yiddish. They gave him a little smelly eight psukim that he was the author. And he continues, and Moshe Rabbeinu's Ruach, and we're going to see that in the next shiurim, is Merachefes Alpnei, the Tchilasan of Yeshua. And therefore, in every pasuk where there is a practical tzivui in Perak Aleph, Moshe Rabbeinu is indeed mentioned. Why is Moshe pick on Yeshua? What's so special about Yeshua? So I would like to learn with you today, and that's really today's topic. What is Yeshua so special? Truth of the matter, somebody learns Chumash, Apostate Yingel and Cheder, you learn Chumash, <laughs> says, Vayova Amolek at the end of Pasha Bishal, Vayilochim in Israel Berefidim. Amolek comes and he starts a war with Klai Israel in Refidim. Vayoimer Moshe le Yeshua. Who is Yeshua? Whoever hear about him? Anybody heard of Yeshua Binun prior to this? No. He's here. He's just Talmud. Rashi tells us where he says, Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the manic of Klal Yisrael, takes him out of Mitzrayim. Makis, Kriyas Yamsuf, he takes him here to bring him to, to Matan Torah, takes this unknown UFO, we don't know about him, never heard of him, he is the one who is becoming Shoveloi. There are 
exactly equal. What is so special about Yeshua Binun that he is right away lifted up a man from nowhere, a Talmud who becomes equal to Moshe Rabbein? If you look at the Melchama, it's a very, very, very simple division between the functions and each of one of them of Moshe and Yeshua in Melchama Samolik. There is a double war. There is a spiritual war. There is a physical war. Moshe Rabbeinu is making miracles. He picks up his hands, and that's a Devulchom. In the second, he doesn't have Koyach, Aram, Vichur, Mizeo, Mizeh. They don't have the time. The hands are falling down. They're losing the battle. Who is the guy, who is the person on the battlefield coming in on the battlefield from who is actually doing the Mulchama? That's Yeshua Binun. So we have a joint venture of a spiritual and physical war between Klal Yisrael and Amalek. Well, let's just take a picture of what's happening. Yeshua is 42. I mean, we're talking about right by Mountain Tayyar, as we spoke about last week. Moshe Rabbeinu is 80 years old. Moshe Rabbeinu is 80 years old. Moshe Rabbeinu right now, we're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu is 80 years old. And the two of them, the older man, the elderly man of 80, and the youngster of 42, are making a joint venture in order to be Leichem Milchemes Amolek. Why is Yeshua? What's Yeshua so special? I just want to tell you. Milchemes Amolek takes place, as we said, 10 days before Matan at the end of Chodesh year, in the year that came out of its right. Klal Yisrael is in the uplifted madrege of Ra so Shifcha Alayoma Shaliroi Cheskel Bembuzi, who the Ramban calls Gdoyla Nevim, Alam Maris Anevu and the Harkva. So they're not lacking any Nevim, Bnei Nevim. Every single one of Klal Yisrael were in madrege that they had such a Gilish Hina in Kriya Samsuf just a month ago. And <coughs> notwithstanding the above, Yeshua is the one who is chosen. Why? What's so special about Yeshua? And that's really the topic today. We're going to try as much as we could to focus on the uniqueness of Yeshua. You know, could you go back a little history? Avraham Yitzchak Yankov, Yankov has 12 children. Everybody knows. Yosef goes down to Mitzrayim, one of the 12 tribes. He makes a shidduch. Who does he marry? I got news for you. Potifera and his wife Zlika did not have children. He was an Akar and Akar. As Mephorish in Chazal, Bekama McLean's. Who is Osnas? So I'm going to tell you something which is mind boggling. Which is brought down in the few midrash in Pikatab Lazar, but I would like to quote Afnort the Cheskuni, who tells us the story. It says like this: When when Dino goes to Shechem Ben Hamor, from that story there is a pregnancy created. Okay, she didn't want to go out of the house of Shechem, and Shimon and her brother came to 
salvage to get her out the being in the house of Shechem, Nishbo lo kofatz ve'nishbo, he's going to marry, he marries her, and they have a child of their own called Shoulder Naknanis, as Rashi says in Parshas Vayigash. But from this relationship of Shechem ben Chamoy and, and, and Dina was born a baby girl called Osnas. The baby is brought to Yankel Avinu in the house. Come Shimon and Levi, we get to bring this bitter fruit to our house, the Yankel Avinu's house. No way. Out. Escape. Throw her out. I'm reading the Loshen HaChezkuni. He took a kamea for metal, a tablet. He wrote Bas Yisrael Kshayr on her neck. He put in an undividable kamea to be straight hanging on her. <coughs> She had to hide amongst the koitzim abarkonim. She was hiding in the sne. Nikras osnas. Yosef comes to me some she is brought up by Potiphar and his wife is Lika, but it's not a real physical biological child. She is an adopted child. Gavriel brought her to Mitzrayim. Shiloh, who was a shatran according to Ramban, Yosef was Mishadik through Parah. Parah is the one who took her from the orphanage, but they brought her in to Potiphar to become a baby. And when they all go, Yosef goes, Merkeves Hamishneh, Mishnah Lamelech, all the girls, Shetan Rashi brings down Chazal, Bonais, Tzado, Aleishur, everybody threw the Tachshitim, I marry me, marry me, all the girls of Egypt wanted to marry with Yosef. She ripped off her chain, and she threw it at Yosef. Yosef picks it up and he sees, Bas Yisrael, Kshayra, calls her over, done deal. The Shidduch is done, he marries her. He marries her, and they have children, Menashe and Ephraim. Yankov Avinu says, Mi Eile? Rashi says, Nistanku Menurach HaKodesh. But what's Mi Eile Lefonecho? Yankov doesn't know. He says, You hear Mitzrayim? What kind of shit did you make? You married a shikta, state Nikmorin Yavomis, in the Afkufa with Beis, Omal Lavron, the Tins of Shivcho, the Akum, the Lazel, Zarocho, Basroi, if you're going to marry a shikta, the kid is going to come, become like yours. Who knows? Yours never make gayers, no good gayers, even though there was a gayers before Mount Tayer. Yosef shows a ksuba. We know. Gemara Sanedrin says that by Akum, there is Be'ulas Baal Yeshboim. There's no ksuba, no kedushin. So he showed him ksuba, and Yankov right away, the coin drops. Who? Where does he have ksuba? He has to marry a Basis Rokshayr. The only one who could have married is my granddaughter, Osnas. So Yosef is married his niece, Ephras. I got news for you. His figure is Dino. And from that marriage, Menashe and Ephraim are born. Okay. He tells them, he comes, he gives him a broche. He, 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 he tells him, no, he's the poor. Why are you making Ephraim before Menashe? Yodati, bni, yodati. 
But what is your dati bni your dati? Ulam ochiv akotin yigdal mimenu v'zayra yim loyagoy. Says Rashi, sheosid Yehoshua lotzis mimenu sheyanchil asorot v'yilamet toyel Israel. He says, you know what? His little brother Ephraim is superior to the brother Menashe because he's going to teach Torah and he's going to manchil Eretz Yisrael. And the third thing is he's going to bring, you know, the Targum says that Yisimcha Lekim Bifraim Menashe, that's a bracha you give, a rachanimo bishas de bris. Beyoyma de mehulso, when you have a bris, that's when you say Yisimcha Lekim Kefraim Menashe. Yeshua has those three edges above and beyond any one of the descendants of Yankin Ovino. He's Melam Eteru Yisrael. We're going to see the whole stuff of Yeshua is teaching the Torah. He's Manchil because he's the one who's capturing and conquering Eretz Yisrael. And he is the one who was Mechadesh, the mitzvah of Brismila, what we spoke about last week, at Givas Aarolis, the mitzvah of Priya, which is the ultimate new format of Mitzvah Samila. And that's what he says. He says, He says, Those are the three things that Yeshua was superior, and that's Ochiva Koton Yigdal Mimeno. You know, when Yankiv leaves the house of Lovan, he wants to get out of there. It says, Says Rashi, why is Yaakov waiting till Shilcho Shalcheni after Yosef? What happened? Yosef was born, so what? Who cares? So Rashi, Mishenoilad, Sitno Yishel Esav. Shenema Vehoya Yaakov, Eish, Besesef, Lohovo, Besesef, Lekash, Eshbel, Lohovo, Nashel, Lomirochik, Mishenoilad, Yosef, Botach, Yankev, Akodesh, Bochu, Verotso, Loshuf. Yankev Ovinu knows that without the winning card, he is not able to go into Eretz Yisrael. When Yosef is born, which is the Shuvah Samishko, to Esau, he has it. He has the recipe. And now, let me go back to Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> Do you ever think about it? Amolek is coming to Chepeklal Yisrael. I'm going to tell you a Teisvis that probably most of you never heard of, which is Erchidush Otsu. Why is Amolek, Vayovoy Amolek, Vayilochim in Israel, Berefidi? Tame, Zoktaisis, Afanort, whoever has a Chumash Mikrais Dailas, could read Das, Kenny, Bala, Taisis, quote unquote. Lomo, Iche, Hamolek, Lilochim in Israel, Adachshov, Filoibom Yad, Shiodul, Mitzrayim, Shalohoyol, Shivim Nefesh. Amolek wants to eradicate Klauso. Why is he waiting? For Klausel to be 2.4 million people coming out of Mitzrayim or whatever, the Cheshben is. He had right in the beginning when they came down to Mitzrayim, Shishi Vetesha Shivim, Kvetching to find Yochemes Ben Achoyves, let him take right then and make the Muhammad. Zok the Daskeni Bala Tesis, Yeshloima, Kshoma Kodesh Bokhla Avron, Vavonim Vinu Oisom, Ukshemei Savrom Avinu Yitil Achoy Valitzchok. Fascinating. Amolek is a London. 
He's a very sophisticated operator. He says, if I'm going to go ab initio, right at the beginning, when Kalisho is going down to Mitzrayim, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Ki geri you know what's going to happen? I'm I'm exact the same grandson as the kinder of Klav Yaakov Avinu. It's Yaakov and Esav, who says it better? So if I'm going to kill Klav Yisrael, I'm going to have to go for 400 years to exile. Not interesting. He waited, he says, Till the mortgage is fully paid up. Now he can go to refinance. The mortgage is fully paid up when he, Yisrael, comes out of his tribe. Where does he catch them? Right, nine days prior to Matthew, that's where he starts to shepherd. You know, the Ramban, the Ramban, if I want to say that, Right, Listen to the words of the Ramban. He had Pachad Moshe. The Zayda, we have the same grandfather. Amalek is the Enekel of Esau. He's a grandson of Esau. Mibirkas Hazokin, when Yankev gave, and he gave the brochus, Al Harbachotichye, when Yitzchok gave the brochus to Yankev and Esau, he told Esau, Al Harbachotichye, Ki Amulchoma mina Mishpocha Azois, Yarishoyim of Achrenal Esau, Ki Amalek Mizera Esau. Umimenu boe lelo Amulchoma Bereshiv Hargoim. Anybody knows the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah in the beginning of Avedizor in the face of base today till the voice of Mashiach Edoim Malchus Edoim is intact. So Yeshua Moshe Rabbeinu knows that the Milchama the Koyach of the Birkas Hazok and Al Harbe Chotikye fortifies. The strength of Esav and his descendant, Atzav Koladir is still Moshiach. They are the ones. The Ramban calls us Vihamulchom Umizarei Shel Esav Hayolonu Hagolus Veachur Benachod. The Kasher Yenutzachu Veichalish Veavim Rabim Asher Itoy Nivosh Aloilom Kasher Oma Veolom Mishim Beatzion Nishpet Zesar Esav Veisal Hashem Melucho Vinekol Asher Osu Moshe VeYeshua Barishoyne Yasu Eliyahu Umoshiach Ben Yosef In Zarom. Alkain is Ameitz Moshe Badova. This is not a battle, the war battle. This is a Melchama, the old Machlekes, the Baba Rochel, the Baba Leia. This is a Machlekes of Yankem and Esau. And this is the everlasting Machlekes of the Brachas. Who is the Yerish? Who is the one who is taken over? So when Moshe focuses and he takes Yeshua, he is starting a war about who is really the Mamshich of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yankem. Who is getting the Bracha? And Amalek is a sophisticated operator. He's not coming, he's coming because he says, you know what? They pay the mortgage, they set in exile, now let me take over, I'm the next Muhikini in town. That's the Machlekes of Amalek in Kalal Yisrael. You know why? Says the Medrash, Lomo le Yeshua, 
the topic of today's shir is Lomeli Yeshua. Says the Medish three things. He is the one who is coming, taking number one. Your grandfather Yosef, he's Meshavet Ephraim, eight generations, the grandpa Yosef, he is the one who brought him down to Mitzrayim, now it's your job to take him back from Mitzrayim. is right outside when they're going out of Mitzrayim. In the few moments that we have left, I would like to focus. What is Yovoi Ben Bnoi? Yosef had a story with Ashes Petifar. He had a major history. If you look at the Gemara in, in, in Saita, the Gemara in Saita says, Omar Avitzchok Yosef Oisifului Ois Hachas, Shenemar Edus be Yehoisef, Somoi Betseisal Eretz Mitzrayim. He's not called Yosef, it's called Yehoisef. Yosef is called Yehoisef. Yosef Shekidesh and Shamayim Beseser, the story with Eshes Petifa was Beseser. It was a Kiddush Hashem. It was a phenomenal Kiddush Hashem that he wasn't chait. He did not sing with Ashes Petifar. He gets a gift. The Ois Hay. Why does he get the Ois Hay? Because the Ois Hay is part of the name of HaKadosh Baruch. You know, comes generations later, Yeshua Binun goes out with the Meraglim to visit Eretz Yisrael. What's Yeshua? As we said last week, So Yud of Yeshua is a letter that's being bestowed upon the Enochal of Yosef. Grandpa Yosef, eight generations ago, receives a gift called Hey, Avkidush Hashem. Yeshua, the Enochal, the great-grandchild of Yosef, is getting a gift called the Yud of Yeshua. You know, if you look at the parasha, and this is the Goyen, it's not my word. Look at the parasha, at the end of parasha, Zamolek, Yod al Kesko, Zoktrashi, I'm reading, Kodesh is announcing, <coughs> announcing an everlasting war with Hamolik until Yemois HaMashiach. A chair is called a kise. Kes is kes HaMalchus. What's kes? Zoktrashi. Hashem Nechlak lechetzioi ve'akise nechlak lechetzioi. He says, kiyod al keisko. He should have said, kiyod al kise yudkei vovkei. He says, Rashi, there is a split. The chair is split and the name is split. The chair is not called kise, it's called a case. The shame is not called yudkei vovkei, but it's called a ko. How do we create this ko? This formula of this shame that can eradicate and tackle Amalek for having us the wars to come. You have to have a joint venture. 
You take the Yireli Kim, the one who is Bekadashim Shemayim Besaysa Yosef, you take the Yehei, you take Yeshua, who is Koyish Yachom Atos Meraglib, you combine them together to have Kiyod Al Keisko Nuchomo Lashem Bamolik. Yeshua, who is the Enikol of Hamolik, is being the chosen Enikol, the chosen Talmud of Moshe Rabbeinu, to be the one who is leading, who is taking, who is going to be fighting with Moshe Rabbeinu together, the Milchemes Hamolik for generations to come. I mean, we're going to continue learning, but we're about to finish. Chazal tell us, There are three mitzvahs called Yisrael when they came to Yisrael. Rashi says in Sanhedrin, The mitzvah of those three mitzvahs, even though Amalek is only eradicated later in the Tkufa of Shaul, Amodas Melech is only done via Shmuel when he starts the Tkufas Hamelochim later on in later generation. And Binya Beis Abchire is only commencement of Beis Abchire is later on after Gilgo, Shiloi, Noiv, given, then we go to Yerushalayim. But those mitzvahs are given right when Klal Yisrael enters Eretz Yisrael and they are given to Yeshua Benin, says Rashi. Yeshua is there, Zalba Yeshua. Forty years ago, was chosen by Moshe to be the one who takes this joint venture, this Bazundere Yod Al Kesko Milchomal Hashem Ba'amolek. He is mitzvah right now at the beginning of Sefer Yeshua to be the one who is leading. And as Chazal say, we're going to see soon the Medrash first eradicate the Zion Amamin, the seven Umais, and thereafter you'll eradicate Yeshua. So Moshe is here just to wrap it up. Moshe is here. Moshe is not gone. Moshe was nifter, but he is living over Babua the Babua of someone who is able to make his way to the Torah with the last eight psukim, one format or another. And he's Mamshich, he's here with him to begin to commence, say for Yeshua, to be with Yeshua throughout, to carry out all the tasks that are given to Yeshua Binun when he starts going to Eretz Yisrael. Stop right.